Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, I could give it a shove off the ledge and see what happens. They're so cute, though. For, for, for science, I mean. Why don't we take a sneak up? Who's blood? Where did that come from? My name's Brian. What's happening? Uh, I got him, guys. Don't worry. You look tired, Mr. Giant. You got him, Red. Come on, Red. He touched it, but he couldn't pull. Whoop, 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 whoop. My skin's so nice. It's like tightening around me. Don't love any of those factors. He's struggling his hardest to not give up. Oh, no. Yeah. Doran, no! Say bye to Doran. <laughs> Welcome 
Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 49, Sinking Feeling. MVP this week is Khan, who just finished listening to Episode 43. Khan listens to keep noise in their ears during the workday and has been live blogging along on our Discord. Thanks for hanging out with us, Khan. You're the best. Thanks, Khan. All right, should we play some D&D? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Having infiltrated Deadstone Cleft and just defeated a group of barbarians, the party has a moment to catch their breath and regroup. Great job, everyone. Excellent. All right. All right. First little taste. Mario, you okay? You got hit back there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And she's got, like, you can see that there's just, like, this, like, stream of blood down her leg, but it's starting to dry. Jack takes a minute to pop Kieran back out of that pocket space. Mari, you said there was a big uh, empty area to the south of here. I wouldn't mind checking that out. I'm, I think I'm going to slink over there. Remember, there could be traps and stuff around here. And uh, let's stay away from where that uh, barbarian was running for now. We'll maybe take this room by room. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't want to get too far from you, but... Well, let's check it out together, then. My pass with those trace is still active, so stay close. And Red heads towards that area to the south that didn't really have an exit. Yeah, Mari comes with him to sort of lead him over to this space. Doran's not going to move from where he is, except for maybe just hunch against the wall, maybe taking okay. a little bit of partial cover and watching this door to the northwest. Cool. So Doran, you're going to stay in that short hallway between the mud room and the room where the barbarians were sleeping. And actually watching both entrances to that to that mud room. Okay. Just in case anybody were wandering. Sounds good. Meanwhile, cool. Red, Mari, Jack, and Kieran make their way back into this bigger cavern. Yeah, I don't want to head too close to the edge because, you know, the barbarians didn't run this way or anything. But I do kind of want to see what we can see down into that hole. It's another 10-foot ledge down, right? And then just it a is. circular room. That's right. Yeah, I kind of want to like see... a big what... oval, empty area. Yeah, with my passive perception of 20, do I see what this room could be used for? Is it just a big toilet? Yeah, Red, from just your perch atop this ledge a couple of feet back, just seems to be like a disused, empty cave. I don't know. And he kind of turns to Jack and Mari behind him, and he says, you know, it seems like a very purposeful place. We walked through that hall with all those carved stone faces, carved by magic, you know? To have a room like this that just seems disused, doesn't that seem odd? It's weird. Does this room have the same kind of carvings all on the walls, or is it... It does, yes. The barbarians were at least camped out here. You know, maybe it's not a high-value room to the, the stone giants who've made this their home. Perhaps it was something once and and is now no longer serving that purpose. Maybe. I don't know. Those beds over there, are they giant-sized, or are they for the barbarians? They're like super deluxe barbarian beds. Right. Super deluxe barbarian bed. But that... They're like California King. Yeah. Ooh, hell yeah. Ooh. That's what I want. <laughs> but the beer barrel is for stone giants. It's The mug above it is huge. I want to wander over to that and take a, take a good investigate and see what's going on. Yeah. The barrel and the mug both definitely seem like they're sized for stone giants. Jack, you wander over there. Yeah. You're you're still like sixty feet away or something. Yeah, that speaks to cohabitation in a way that surprises me. It's, it's it's odd. Jack, from your closer inspection, you see that there are barbarian-sized footprints in mm-hmm. this spilled beer. 
And there's actually a spigot tapped into the bottom that looks like it could be used by smaller folk. Yeah, this this to me seems like a place where barbarians have taken advantage of giant-sized things that were here before. Uh, what about that big mug? Is that look special? Yeah, I mean, you actually can't reach it. It's 15 feet above the ground, this mm. niche where it's carved in there. But, uh, I mean, it seems more mundane than the walls. Can you telekinesis that thing down, Jack? Uh, well, I could give it a shove off the ledge and see what happens. It looks like it'd probably survive. It seems sturdy. <sighs> <laughs> My only concern is you knock it down if it'll alert anything else because it's so loud, be like heavy. It's loud. There was yeah. screams and death way closer to anything else. I'm going to push this thing with my mind off the ledge to get a closer is look at it. Is there a weight limit or it, it gets to make a strength check against you? Uh, it could make me a strength <laughs> save that seems to move broken that you could push anything. So, I, I mean, I guess as a bonus action, I guess it's probably not a creature. It's not a creature. Well, it's probably a bad idea to push it off anyway, Jack. Look, let's not try to draw attention. Remember, we killed those guys with Pass Without Trace active. That might have muffled a lot of the sounds. We should still be on a best. And who knows what's down there? Redigan points to the big empty area and then walks over to Jack and he says, we don't know how stone giants sleep. It's possible that they sleep underground. What if that area down there is just a big comfy bunk bed with multiple giants underneath? Actually, and as he's talking, he stops and he puts his head down against the floor. And I'm going to use primeval awareness to see if there are any giants throughout these next few rooms because that would detect them. There are three stone giants very close to you. And Red pops back up and says, That room that was open to the sky, I sensed three stone giants in there. Well, three giants, but I'm I'm making the logical (laughs) assumption that they're stone giants. Mm. That seems reasonable in this case. Mm. Um, Doran's like watching the beer and the from a distance he's watching you fiddle around with the beer and he's licking his lips uh, mm-hmm. and there's no humanoids in these rooms either so we've killed all the barbarians in these rooms at least red walks over to the beds and he'll just search them see if there's any fun items within yeah you don't find anything terribly interesting but it definitely seems like they've slept here there's blue paint everywhere i guess they blew themselves oh no <laughs> all right Red walks over to Doran and says, did you hear me? Three stone giants in the north. Over there? And he kind of points down to the, the northeast hallway. Yes. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we take a sneak up? Take a look at the room for ourselves. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. These statues along the wall, they, they seem to just be statues. Let's poke around this room. I'm, I'm curious what it could be used for. I agree. Cool, so then uh, Red stealthily will begin sneaking into the mud room. Yeah, let's do it. Mari wants to get a look at this this mud, not in spider vision. Water-based objects? Mari's in. Jack is moving over to the statues. That's the plan. Yeah, I want to go take a look at these uh, three giant statues on the wall. Mm-hmm. Jack, these statues are very similar to the ones that you saw decorating the outside of the canyon. Mm -hmm. They are very impressive, extremely lifelike representations of stone giants. And in places, their bodies seem to either be attached to the wall or coming out of the wall. It's kind of difficult to discern without the lighting that you would prefer for this kind of investigation sure i mean it's it's interesting the contrast between a lot of the other art in here has been very 
interpretive. And now we've got very, very lifelike giant statues. Are we getting like a petrified vibe? Like there's no tool marks on these. They're either formed by magic or petrified or... Yes, that is kind of the impression that you get, Jack, either formed by magic, made of magic or real and then magically turned to stone. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if they don't seem to have any articulated bits or secret compartments that I can investigate and spy while I'm um, looking around here. I'm... Are their eyes open? They have a variety of facial expressions and these stone giants do vary from figure to figure such that they seem like unique individuals. You know, they're not made from a mold. They have different facial expressions. One of them, its eyes are open and its mouth is open in like this yawn of like a scream of anger another one is contemplating with its eyes closed in kind of a restful pose but look at there's the scars and blemishes and wrinkles of a life lived on these things are either a really dedicated and thoughtful artist or a petrified giant agreed and red walking to the edge of the mud burbling Mm -hmm. pool he doesn't touch it still stays a few feet back I just want to, you know, perceive, maybe roll in nature, smell, see what I can do without interacting with it yet. What would you like me to roll, DM? Oh, my DM. <laughs> um, you can roll a nature check. Yes, my lord. Yes, my lord. 17. This looks kind of dangerous in like a, you wouldn't necessarily want to get caught up in that because it looks kind of viscous and... The quicksandy. Red sees Doran like playfully walking just up the shore, and like I could see Doran looking down and looking back and looking down. It's like, Doran, don't touch it. And then Doran looks down at the pond and nods his head. Yeah, good point. Doran moves to the center of the room, kind of keeping an eye on where he's walking. And I'd like to um, check this room, like give a good look around in all the corners, looks and crannies for anything that might seem like a trap. Doran, as you're looking up and around, as you said, you spy a small opening in the ceiling above this giant mud pit. Looks Mm. like another exit to the room, maybe? Mm. Mm. Just big enough for a spider to fit. (laughs) Hey, Doran points up to the... Once you kind of try because there are like these protrusions stalactites and also these giant faces that are forming topography on the ceiling it's not just like flat and you can see how big it is but if you see it as doran did and you kind of position yourself to kind of try to fully observe it you're able to from a certain angle see that it must be at least 15 feet wide Hmm. but it's just not well visible because of everything that's kind of jumbled in the way on the ceiling. Wait a minute, does this stuff smell? Yeah, like is it a is it a toilet? Is it a poopy poopy ketchup? Doesn't smell like poop. Well, maybe stone giants don't smell like poop. Maybe it's a kind of weird poop. Maybe their shit don't stink. Yeah. <laughs> if they're stone, maybe they poop mud. <laughs> I should be a xenophobe if oh yeah, maybe they poop mud, that'd be funny. But yeah, Doran points to the hole in the roof and he says, Huh. Might be a trap, might be another exit. Let's keep an eye on that. Mari, do you recognize this? I don't recognize it. It seems bizarre. Yeah. We probably don't want to spend 10 minutes to detect magic at this moment. 
I'm going to guess. If taking 10 minutes for you, Jack, means that we could be safer, then yeah, let's do it. I think that would be a good idea. Mm -hmm. Is Jack going to perform the ritual where he stands in front of this petrified statue? Yeah. I, I mean, he might move a little more centrally. Cool. Jack stands in the center of the room and starts saying the magic words and moving his hands magically in the ritualized fashion to begin to detect magic. While Jack's doing that, Red walks over to Doran and says, uh, You know, Doran, apropos of nothing, and of course being very serious and uh, making sure that everything is done in a serious and important way, is there any part of you that's curious what uh, stone giant beer would taste like? Um, I mean, we got ten minutes. I'm incredibly interested in tasting that beer. For, for, for science, I mean, you know, like... Of course. This is really history. I mean, I, Jack said it when we came in, you know. Where, where, when, when would you get a chance to, to see a culture like this again, you know? Yeah, and, and, he, and he's... The look on his face is sort of like, could easily be convinced, and then holds his axe and squeezes it a little tighter and says, No, no. Red, while, while, I, while I'd love to do that, I think I've learned that too many mistakes are made when, when we drink beer and... Drinking and adventuring don't mix. We're trying to be quiet. Oh, true, 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 true. Great, great, great point. Red turns to Mari. Mari, while we're waiting for Jack to, uh, you know, uh, do his thing, is there any part of you, uh, strictly for science, that's curious in what maybe, you know, stone giant beer would taste like? I have to admit that there's a little part of me that's curious. Come on, let's go! And Red runs over. <laughs> oh, no. And Red and Mari head over to the beer barrel. Red reaches into the bag of holding and pulls out a small goblet and fills it up with some of the beer. <laughs> and hands it to Mari and then grabs another one and fills it up. And... Thank you. Cheers! Cheers. <sighs> and I drink it. Tastes surprisingly mundane. Malty. Mundane-y. I've had better. <laughs> Jack, your detect magic spell comes to life through your ritual and yeah. you do detect magic in this room. Whoa. The mud burbling away in the center of the room is emanating transmutation magic. Huh. I'm going to wander over to it and take a closer look. Not not quite ready to touch it yet, but give it that arcana filled eye. What are you looking at, Jack? What's going on? The mud is magic. No way. It's, it's transmutation, which is usually... Magic? Mud? Turning something into into something else, or... Wait, was it transmutation magic also the quicksand that was the entrance to the goblin village? Uh, you mean the gnomish village? What did I say? You said goblin. Oh, there were goblins there. Nope. There's a big difference. There were a lot Red. of dead goblins there. I'm <laughs> correct. So you're, you know, I mean, it's also levitation is a transmutation spell. I don't know if that's a helpful fact, but... A whole bunch of my spells are transmutations. Yeah, it's it's a similar transmutation magic that we saw in that other quicksand at Zosenbaffel, but this quicksand, I mean, I don't see tiny robots in well, it. We didn't see tiny robots in the other one either until you got into it. I attacked it. All I mean to say is, you know, maybe there's something underneath it. Yeah, I guess maybe Mage Hand, I'll pick up like a handful of it and let it drip back down just to see if there's anything that comes of that. The mud sluices through the magical fingers of your mage hand. Can I try something? The guy we killed earlier in this room, if I go over to him, does he have like a spear or anything like that? He's got a spear. If I take that spear and gingerly sort of poke it into the mud. You got a muddy spear. All right, cool. I was wondering if it would like do something to it. Mm. But 
Oh, look, we're probably overthinking it. Until something comes up, we might as well not bother. But knowing it's magic is important. I would steer clear of it, is what is what it's telling me. It seems... That was my read as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think they do with it? Maybe they maybe they make some sort of, like, uh, warrior out of them. Out of, it, out of it. Like, a mud mud warrior. Maybe it's just a mud bath. Maybe this is the spa section of the stone giants. <laughs> Magic. My skin's so nice. There's a part of me that could stand here all day and examine it, but maybe we should move on while this while this magic still holds. Yeah. So we can see what else is magical in here. Yep. Let's keep going. And red uh, sort of gestures towards the thing to the north. Who wants to take the lead? Well, I guess I'll lead the way. I'm right behind you, Doran. Be careful. Doran, as you lead the way into the next room, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. <gasps> no. Oh, no. Oh, well, that's not very good. Oh, it's no. going to be a, a seven. Mm. No. Wait, don't you have Indomitable? I do. Where if you fail a saving throw, you can re-roll or something? Yes, I believe Indomitable is a long rest. Do it. What What if I need that for later? I mean, this is a, a dexterity. Entirely your call. My vote says use it now. Well. You can chat about I'm it. I'm going with- for it. Seven. Stick, stick with seven. All right. Red, Jack... Mari and Kieran all see the form of a giant emerge from the wall directly behind Doran. Oh no. This is a huge stone giant. It grabs him. Ooh, yikes. Oh man. And throws him into Whoa. the center of this pool of mud. Doran! Oh no. Oh, boy. I'm looking for an I told you so gift. Hold on. Harlan. Doran, you land in the mud and you sink five feet down. How tall are you? Four foot eight. Okay. (laughs) So you are immediately submerged in this magical substance. Doran, no! Say bye to Doran. (laughs) That is a surprise round. Yikes. Everybody roll for initiative. Red, what'd you get? 18 till I die. Jack? Natural 20, 25. Mari? 17. Slightly better this time. (laughs) And poor Doran. It makes sense that I got a 10 because I'm five feet under (laughs) mud. (laughs) Top of the order. Jack Page, you have a giant literally five feet from you. Yeah. Um, you are also very close to this giant pool of mud. What would you like to do? I don't love any of those factors. I use my mind to like reach out and be like, whoa, and shove Mari back five feet to see if she can get some space from this giant and at least hopefully run away on her turn or get some distance. So if you'd like to move back a square. Resist, Mari. <laughs> you can, or you could resist and then we could fight about it. But. Do you allow Jack to push you? Yeah, she allows it. Excellent. She's uh, taking it back, but she's she's getting flashbacks to being in that uh, pool again. <laughs> what else do you want to do, Jack? I stop concentrating on detect magic. I'm going to look this giant straight in the eye. I'm going to crane my neck to try and make eye contact and speak in giant and tell them to take a nap and try and suggest that very hard that they lie down and take a nap. Okay. Hmm. They can make me a wisdom saving throw, DC 17. You look tired, Mr. Giant. This is a perfect time to take a nap. Um, 16. That's a fail. Oh, nice. all right. I really suggest it. A nap will do wonders. Sleepy time. The giant lies down. Nice. 
closes his eyes. I'm going to now move move away. Sorry, I, I'm not standing near the giant. I'm going to sort of circle the edge of the pool trying to see if I can find a good angle to get Doran out. Well, wh- what's the rules here? If we hit him, does he wake up? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, if you or any of your companions damage the target, the spell ends. So what's the play? Get Doran out and then attack? Well, yeah. When Doran fell in, did it look like he got sucked under or was it sort of he sank just like you would in, in quicksand? He sank... I cast Water Walk on myself. This spell grants the ability to move across any liquid surface, such as water, acid, mud, snow, quicksand, or lava, as if it were harmless solid ground. That fucking works. High five me. That is absolutely a solution. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Good job, Harlan. Thanks. <laughs> Silence. Uh, I was yeah. just reading the text of my, no, mu- know, my mud thing because I wanted to make good. sure that it wasn't like, except uh, in I'll, blah, I'll blah, edit blah. it in where you guys celebrate. And I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll make myself feel good in post. You're so smart, Harlan. Way to go. And Red walks out onto the mud, like, tentatively. He takes, like, a step on the mud. And he's like, oh, okay. Darn, I'm coming. I-, I got him, guys. Don't worry. And he'll use his movement, which is not impeded by this mud because of Red's own ranger abilities, to walk out to Doran. And then he'll take his bow and just dip it as far down as he can. And uh, he'll stick it down and hopefully try to poke Doran to give him something to grab onto. All right. Mari, it's your turn. If we're prepping to fight this guy, I could recast a giant insect. My gut feel is if there's three of them and we need some more targets for them to hit that aren't Kieran, <laughs> that might be a great use for... Oh, yeah. great point. Kieran. Bugs. Just throw Kieran at him. <laughs> do <laughs> it. Get that death over. Do it, over do it, it, do it. I'll give you inspiration. <laughs> Use the dog. So I, yeah, so Mari turns and jogs back about 30 feet away to get some space between her and this giant. Cool. So you're like on the shore of this mud. Yeah, trying to sort of like keep an eye on that thing while sort of giving these like glancing over at what's happening with Red and Doran. Mm-hmm. She puts her hand to the ground and can feel that there are insects in the space, or I guess in this case, arachnids, because she casts giant insect and that causes three spiders that are in the vicinity around her to grow large to giant and uh, scuttle over towards her. What if one of those spiders was already a druid? When it turned back, <laughs> would it be a giant druid? <laughs> Why am I extra big now? Oh, could you imagine? I love the idea. That would be an absolutely amazing yeah. twist in something where you just yeah. have like a really, you just be like, oh my God. And he's like, my name's Brian. What's happened? <laughs> I've been stuck as a spider for seven years. All right, Mari, three spiders. Whoop, 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 whoop. Gigantify. <laughs> yes. And um, whoop, 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 whoop. they're so it, cute, though. <laughs> no, they're not. They're definitely, absolutely not cute. No. Uh, Objectifying this horrifying game. All right, fine. Blood drips from their claws. There we go. Whose blood? Where did that come from? <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> it's, matter. It's left over from the previous fight. Got it. Doran, at the start of your turn, you sink another two feet into the mud. So you are a total of seven feet down at the level of your feet, which means you got three feet from the surface and your little hand is just able to touch Red's outstretched bow. What do you do? I feel the bow in my fingers. So there's two ways you can escape from the quicksand. 
someone can pull you out, but that has to happen on their turn. So we have to wait for Red's turn for that to happen. Or you can use your action to basically struggle to the surface and you're going to be using Red's bow to allow this to happen. Oh, I will certainly do that. Okay. All right. Sounds like a lot of fun. So, <laughs> Doran's going to roll. You have a safety word, Saturday night for me. In order to escape, because Red is helping you now, you can pull yourself out using a strength check, the DC of which is something I know and you do not. Let's do it. Doran uses all of his might. Come on, baby boy. Ah! Red's going, pretend it's Jack. Pretend he's calling you dad. You can do this. It's going to be a... Do I want to roll lucky here? Oh, oh. I'm so tense. It's a nine. Oh, oh, that's probably not the number. (laughs) Use lucky. (laughs) Yeah. You have three luckies. This is definitely, this is a death. Yeah, you're a a goner. You're going to die. Like full out die. All right. Well, that's if I roll better, though. Love full out die in the second room, though. That's which I didn't. A one. So no. what? That's not gonna cut it, Doran. You can't grab this bow. You your fingers are slipping on the the bow. You just can't gain purchase. That is your action. You don't have movement because you're restrained. Now you need to make a Constitution saving throw. Hmm. Don't love that. 25. Okay, you're all right for now. Jack, it's your turn. Ha! Gotta keep concentrating on keeping this giant asleep. I'm going to take a rope out of the satchel on me and mage hand it out towards Red. So if he can get it around you, we can maybe pull from this end. Kieran at least has the one end of the rope in his mouth because he's much stronger than Jack. And so... (laughs) That's not a bad plan. That saves me a move. Thank you. I mage hand a rope out there. And I've got Kieran and I holding on to the other end of it. Thanks, Jack. No worries. Okay, Jack. Good job, Kieran. Good job. Giant. Yeah. Still sleeping. Still little birds around the head. Red. You are holding on to the end of the rope that Jack Mage handed out to you. It's a 50-foot rope, so you got a little slack, not a ton. Red stands up, pulls his bow from the mud. <laughs> he touched it, but he couldn't pull. And he grabs the rope from the mage hand and he reaches into the bag of holding and he pulls out the adamantine chunk. That big chunk of metal that I know Doran would be able to feel in the dark. (laughs) And he ties it tightly, almost like a monkey fist. Yeah. Red pushes the adamantine chunk through the mud with his bow until it reaches all the way down, keeping the rope taut. And he whispers, come on, Doran. Come on, you can do this. This isn't the end of you, Doran. Come on, buddy. Doran, being restrained, blinded, can't breathe, suffocating. He's struggling. He's struggling his hardest to not give up. Mari, what do you do? She commands two of the spiders to go sort of closer to the giant and to use their web attack to restrain it. So since it's asleep, it's not going to fight back. Exactly. Now the giant is wrapped in like a lovely webbing blanket. Mm -hmm. I'm sure just feels like a weighted blanket to him. (laughs) And I'm going to have that one head over to the ceiling and start sort of crawling up the ceiling so we have somebody who's above 
and can just sort of be like a if, if that giant wakes up can just start firing web at it again cool so two spiders make a bedspread of webs over the giant and then the third spider climbs the wall and sort of hangs out in the ceiling wall area yeah so it's it's above and watching it's more of like a restraining bedspread sure, sure, sure yeah sure. like when you roll up in your sheets Excellent. And Mari's just going to shift a little bit back from the spiders. Doran, currently seven feet under and you sink another four feet down. Doran reaches around and feels this chunk of adamantine and feels the rope around it and holding on tight, pulls himself up on this rope. You are going to have to make another strength check, Doran. Okay. And this time, it's an unnatural 20. Hey! (laughs) Getting there. Getting there. You fail. No! What? Whoa. Make a constitution saving throw. 25. You're okay. Doran's just like starting to panic because he's pulling and realizing that maybe he does not have the strength to pull himself out. This absolutely could be the death of your character. He is accepting the fact that he might not make it out of this one. Jack, it's your turn. Jack reaches out with his mage hand, straining it to the edge of his range, but he's following it down by feel alone to the end of this rope and taking that rope and looping it around every one of Doran's wrists and trying to tie knots and do everything he can to give Red the best purchase when he heaves it out of there. I'm just trying to give Red the help action on on his turn Okay. to pull Doran out of the mud. The giant slumbers on. Red. I could fire a seeking arrow (laughs) at Doran. (laughs) Ow! Hit him and then cast Water Walk. Yeah. Which actually... It's just like fishing, right? It's a harpoon. But it would kind of be... I mean, I get why it doesn't work, so I'm not not arguing the fact that it 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 will work. But it would be kind of neat to like... Doran gets hit and he's like what and then he's boom, comes up. <laughs> the mental image of Doran being like they'll save me and then just getting hit with a fucking arrow <laughs> <laughs> you the fuck is happening up there Red wraps his arm around the rope and tears are streaming down his face as he knows that Doran down there is helpless in the dark cold alone everything he doesn't want for his friend and he whispers to himself come on buddy Come on, grab the rope. You can do this. And he's talking half to Doran and half to himself. And with Jack's help. Help me, Daddy. He... <laughs> come on, buddy. Lady, come on, little baby boy. Uh, Red is going to wrap his arm around this rope and pull with all of his might with Jack's help. Okay. Make yourself lighter, Doran. Lose some weight right now. I'm thinking light. Think happy thoughts. Think happy thoughts. I rolled. Oh, no. I rolled a 13 and a 19. So obviously take the higher one. No, I'll take the 13. (laughs) (laughs) But my strength is minus one, which means the total is 18. Red, you heave against this rope. Come on, buddy. And it begins to slide towards you. Not like this. Not like this. It's sliding towards you, as in you're pull- You're doing a good job. Yeah. You're doing yeah. it. You're doing it, Red. Come on, Red. Keep calling me daddy. <laughs> Thorn feels the rope tighten, and it's like 
really messily wrapped around all of my limbs for some reason because it's starting to slide through your hands and then you realize that it's been knotted yeah knotted and like as if a child has wrapped it around every freaking possible <laughs> arm and not like these weird knots. I feel Look, like I get it's not the best rope work, but come on, I was flying blind <laughs> under quicksand. It's not. It's like tightening around me, but it's Jack's it's got a new no, hobby. Where it's uncomfortable, but it's not letting loose. That and that's the main point. And I'm not that's dying right. further than I already am. Red, you succeed and you begin to pull Doran up out of the quicksand. From the amount of muddy rope that you are able to pull out of this hole, he's about five feet below the surface by the end of your turn. Come on, buddy! You got this! Mari, it's your turn. She's watching Red struggle and it's like taking way too long his tiny arms this horrible horrible dread settling in where it's just it's just taking way too long you can see him starting to pull it up but she hasn't seen doran's head break the surface yet Mm -hmm. so mari directs the spider that's been crawling up the wall that she's named vinar to crawl over to where the the other side of the cavern where Red and Doran are and to basically wait for when Red can get Doran free so it can kind of like grab him and take him to safety. So it's it's sort of standing there like giving Red like little like pincery thumbs up. Like, come on, buddy, <laughs> you can do it. And like waving its little spider arms. Cool. Doran. Normally I would be finding out how many feet further you sink into this magical quicksand, but you are being hauled up actively by your friend Red with his successful strength check. My incredible teammates and real-life brother. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible real-life brother. (laughs) And uh, so that effect is negated. You can take an action, um, but you are restrained. If you would like, you can make another strength check I said 22. Nice. Hey, there we go. So, like, helping myself up a little bit more. Doran, you pull yourself wrapped, knotted hand over hand, and you begin to climb this rope, and a, a muddy little dwarf paw sticks yes. up above the surface of this yes. magical mud. <laughs> you got him, Red. I got you, buddy. Come on. Come on. Make a constitution saving throw. 15. Okay, you're good. Red throws his arms around you and hugs you and kisses you on both cheeks, leaving mud all over his face. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Then how am I going to get off this quicksand? We'll get you out, don't worry. He's kind of looking around. Doran, you're the most precious thing I own. And if I could put you in the bag of holding, I definitely would. (laughs) Jack, it's your turn. Jack grabs the other end of the rope with his mage hand and hands it to the spider on the wall so that Doran's got sort of two anchor points that he can get where he needs to go. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for your help. I knew I could rely on you. We're not out of it yet. Red points to the sleeping giant. No, we're not. But I'm I'm energized to, to take on that giant. Red, it's your turn. Come on, buddy. And when we're to the north, off the mud, Red uh, hugs him again and then says, All right. Let's take this thing down. Hey, 
once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Adam Fry, Amanda Kitchener, Amy Garza, Anne, Cecil Lee Wilson, Jerry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Casey, DS, Dippity, Elizabeth H, Haley, Harper the Marks, Heather Nichols, Indian Thrifty, Jekyll, JD, Joy Robinson, Jory, KR, KM, Cade, Kirsten Wolf, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Lita J, Lizzie Demon, Lorelai Feldman, Loon, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Melissa, Merlin, Sam C, Regan, Ren, Ruth Ann Reed, Scotty, S-Ray 96, Tony Pepperoni, Xander Morning Dove, and Zach House. Woo! I'm really sorry, guys. Why? If, if nothing else, ma- this is great. <laughs> great well, yeah. I'm sorry that I'm my roles are flunking. No, I this mean, is exactly not, what we want. Yeah, yeah. You guys flew through that barbarian combat. It's nice to see you interacting. Struggle. With an environmental. Is what you're saying. Yeah. You want to see yeah. a struggle. It's nice <laughs> yeah, to see a struggle from your. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I'm she can't kill that dog, she needs to see us suffer. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least I you mean, can suffocate for a minute. This is very deadly. Yeah. So. You guys are treating it it with the appropriate um, fear. Doran, come on, you can do this. This isn't the end of you, Doran. Come on, buddy. Doran can't hear you. I know. I'm just trying to make (laughs) this scene more dramatic because we make a show. I'm kidding. I'm going to come out as a giant. It's transmutation. Oh, my God. It's like, run stronger now. Um, Maybe this is how they make stone giants. Is they just I was them just in thinking this that. Stone Doran. He can't, I, I yeah. cast stone cunning on myself. Um, Wouldn't that be great if I come I'm out so of this and, now. I, and I've mutated? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.